Barry Soper, political editor, is with us now. Hi, Barry. Good afternoon, Heather. I know, I know Nanaya is saying that she's conservative, but it, sounds like, it doesn't sound like she's... It's not high priority to kick out the Russian ambassador. She's just floating it, leaving it as an option, right? Well, that's right. And, uh, you know, it's always been on the table. The problem with it is, Heather, and I know that you, you laugh it off, but, you know, we do need representation in Russia, particularly at this time, if you've got uh, New Zealand citizens living there, the tit-for-tat would occur. We throw out the Russian ambassador here, they'll throw out our New Zealand ambassador there. So um, certainly, uh, diplomatically, I think uh, we have to have some sort of um, representation in Moscow. Um, If you move to the General Assembly uh, today, I see Jacinda Ardern, she did make it with some question whether she would uh, to the General Assembly Hall for Zelensky's speech to the Ukrainian president. Um, and uh, she took part in the standing ovation following it, as did the entire New Zealand delegation. And she also um, spoke with the First Lady of the Ukraine, who was uh, in New York in the um, that great amorphous uh, UN hall. Um, Zelensky presented a peace formula to the United Nation, uh, Nations, urging countries to sanction Russia in punishment for the war and to keep up... Um, the pressure until reparations were paid. Well, I can't see that happening. But uh, look, they do have a number of um, areas that are open to them. And when you've got a man like Vladimir Putin threatening to use nuclear weapons of some sort or another, he didn't say what he would use, but nevertheless, um, it's pretty serious when you've got a leader of a country uh, like Russia uh, making this sort of threat. Uh, They are a permanent member of the United Nations Security Council. Uh, It should be called the Insecurity Council because (laughs) on it also are China. Um, And uh, they can be thrown off, but it takes a unanimous vote from the permanent members. And uh, China is one of them, France, um, Russia is there, United Kingdom and the United States. So I can't see um, China agreeing to throw Russia out of Mm. the Security Council. But... You know, it's one avenue that uh, is open uh, to um, the UN. The UN's a great amorphous body that really has got no teeth at all when it comes to uh, something as serious as this. And, um, you know, uh, it's uh, Russia is not the first country in the world to threaten the use of nu- nuclear weapons. I remember George W. Bush did the same thing when it came to Iraq said that all options were on the table when he was referring to weapons. So, you know, I guess um, these threats are made and we can just sit on the side and hope they're never carried out. Barry, what's your assessment? I mean, I see the race cards being used, you know, it will being used, it, it's being played in this business around Nanaima Huta and her husband and the contracts and stuff. Is that fair? I think it's absolutely absurd. that. And I saw a column in the Herald today and I think he should go away and think about what he was writing. Uh, saying that um, if Naimahuta was uh, a Pākehā, uh, then the same claims wouldn't be made. Well, I'm who, who said that? Uh, John McDonald. I think he's one of our talkback hosts oh. down in Christchurch. Oh. I think he should reflect about that. Uh, fairly seriously on what he says because uh, clearly he doesn't understand politics and doesn't, doesn't understand what goes on in this place. It, it, regardless of a person's the colour of their skin, if a family member is being employed, uh, when you are the minister of a department that it, uh, the member is employed by, of course it's a question for public scrutiny and uh, whether it should be happening. 
Unfortunately, that's why the Public Service Commissioner is having a look at it. But uh, it's not only, um, the accusation is not only coming from one of our own columnists, it's uh, also coming from uh, a number of politicians um, and uh, National and, and the ACT Party. Uh, they're being accused of racism and it's, it's patently absurd and I think we should reject it uh, outright because um, it's not the colour of a skin, it's actually what goes on. And when you're a cabinet minister, you're meant to be above and beyond all that sort of rubbish. Hey, very, very quickly, I see Luxon still being pressured to release the, the, the case he's reviewed into the Sam Uffindle case. Does he actually need to? Is this a thing? Well, the only thing I've got to say about that, Heather, is you remember Debbie Francis's uh, review into bullying at Parliament. Now, um, that was uh, in confidence. People gave evidence to that, and it was a load of rubbish when it came out, came out anyway. Yeah. And uh, you remember a man was accused of rape, one of the staffers at Parliament, which never happened. And I didn't hear, it was State Radio that's leading this, saying that um, he should be releasing the report. Well, I'm sorry, uh, I didn't hear their voice when uh, this man was accused of rape which never happened, and uh, certainly the woman that was uh, involved in the incident, uh, no one ever called for her name to be made public. All right, Barry, thank you for that. Barry Sober, political editor.